presenting Eugene Peterson's The Writer of the Message Bible from Nap Press Presents on YouTube. I'm ready. Why did you write the Message Bible? Uh, because I wanted to get the language of scriptures into an equivalent. See, both the Hebrew and Greek languages, they were not literary languages. Uh, if, you were, if you wrote, if you were a philosopher or a poet or something else, you wrote in a different level of language. But in the Greek and in the Hebrew both, these are storytelling languages. They're street languages. Um, and much, a lot of the words that occur in the Bible don't occur in any other, in the Hebrew or Greek language. Because they were never written. They were always, always voiced. So when I realized that, then I started taking more liberties with myself, myself. And, um, and that's what came out. I just, I, I really didn't, I didn't think I was doing something that extraordinary. Um, but I knew I was doing something for my congregation that was extraordinary. They were, they were listening to this for the first time, as if for the first time. So they liked it. Oh yeah. They got it. Yeah. Why are there growing numbers of people who simply do not read the Bible? Well, I think it's, it's a language thing. Uh, people read a Bible that they, um, they don't understand. Uh, and they're literate. They're just, they don't understand words put down that line that way. I remember, um, I just translated um, the Revelation. And we were in Vancouver, and uh, the guy that was the, what do they call him? Anyway, he, he was in charge of the whole building. And uh, he came across the lobby to me one day, and he said, thank you. He was reading Revelation. I've never understood this. It's so plain. What's been wrong with me all this time? I said, well, because you learned, you learned the English language in a foreign language. You learned it in Canadian. <laughs> I'm ready. What is the main storyline of the Bible? Incarnation. Jesus. Um, but that incarnation, Jesus incarnation, has to be said in the context of the whole Bible. But that's the focus. That's if you if you limit and see the biggest heresies that have troubled the church or messed the church up have been Gnostic, which eliminates the body of Jesus, uh, the flesh and blood. Uh, they make it into an idea. When, when, the minute you make it into an idea, then you can argue about it. But if you're dealing with a person uh, who reveals the nature, the God, God, uh, there's, there's a different way to say it, but there's not a different way to live it.
this? I'm ready. Which Bible translation do you read at home? Uh, the RSV. <laughs> well, you know, Greek and Hebrew, but, you know, yeah, the RSV. That's the one I memorized. That's the one I grew up with. When I graduated from the King James, it's what I learned. And uh, no, I'm I'm comfortable with that. Ready for this? I'm ready. Which is memorization of the Bible important? Why is memorization? It gets I think it gets it into your subconscious. You're you're making friends with the language, and the memorization is a way to do that. Now, I'm not a good memorizer, but I'm a pretty constant memorizer. I, uh, I memorize a psalm, and um, two weeks later, I can't remember where another sentence is, and I have to go look it up and practice it again. And, but it has a feel, good feeling about memorizing. I mean, you've got it, it's, it's like uh, your friend with the text. Ready for this? I'm ready. How do you hope people will use the Message Bible? I, I hope they'll take it seriously. Why? Why would Peterson do this? Um, what is he doing? And pay, paying attention to what I'm doing. Uh, not trying to figure out if it fixed it, fix, uh, if it's the King James or not, or any other translation, but pay attention to the way the words are working and doing something to them. What pleases me is that that seems to be what, except for my critics, uh, it mostly happens, going on. So I'm, I'm pleased with, with the way the message has been received. Ready for this? I'm ready. What is the most unique way that the message is being used? Probably families, family devotions, family prayers, family storytelling. I think the, the best stories I hear come out of families. And, and did I hear right that you two are now firing psalms, message versions of the psalms into the audience? Is, is that right? Oh, that's true. They just shoot off like, like firecrackers and they explode up in the air and they filter down. The psalms? Yeah. The family living room into the, into the <laughs> stadium. It's fantastic. How did you come up with the title, The Message? When it came, to, it came time to publish this by Nav Press, they wanted to know, what, what did I want to call it? And I think we kind of had, I think we were, all the kids were here. And we wrote things down and sent them to the publisher. And, uh, the message was not one of those words. And um, and nobody, we, we had a meeting, uh, an anniversary meeting, and that, somebody asked that question, who decided on this? Nobody could remember. Oh. So nobody could take credit. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best kind of thing. Right? <laughs> yeah. Which Bible translation do you read at home? Uh, the RSV. <laughs> RSV. Well, you know, Greek and Hebrew, but, you know, 
Yeah, the RSV. That's the one I memorized. That's the one I grew up with. When I graduated from the King James, it's what I learned. And uh, no, I'm I'm comfortable with that. Why is memorizing of the Bible important? It gets I think it gets it into your subconscious. You're you're making friends with the language, and that memorization is a way to do that. Now I'm not a good memorizer. But I'm a pretty constant memorizer. I uh, I memorize a psalm, and um, two weeks later I can't remember one of the sentences, and I have to go look it up and practice it again. And, but it has a feel, good feeling about memorizing. I mean, you've got it. It's, it's like uh, your friend with the text. Is imagination important to you? You have to use your imagination. Imagination is really essential to being a pastor, or a writer, or an artist of any kind. Because most of the things that are true, you can't see. There's the whole invisible world of grace, love, um, justice. So yeah, I think. How long did it take you to write the Message Bible? Hanging around for years. Um, about 20 years. And was it a process? Uh, yeah, I was I was working hard at it, uh, trying to get this language into the, the biblical language into the language of my congregation. So I was, yeah, I was, you know, I wasn't keeping track of things. It was, uh, I was learning more and more about American language. It's just a kind of a seamless process. I was surprised often at the end of the day what I'd done. Why is it important to live life locally? I think it's really important to, if we're going to live this Christian life accurately and well and truly. It's got to be as local as you can get. Stay where you are as long as you can. And um, find out where you are. Um, I think being local is um, keeps you from living a, a wishful life, and, and it keeps you dealing with what's there: your family, your spouse, your job. Uh, I think that. What is the main story of the Bible? Incarnation. Jesus. Um, but that incarnation, Jesus' incarnation, has to be set in the context of the whole Bible. But that's the focus. That's if you if you eliminate and see the biggest heresies that have troubled the church or messed the church up have been Gnostic, which eliminates the body of Jesus. Uh, flesh and blood. Uh, they make it into an idea. When, when, the minute you make it into an idea, then you can argue about it. But if you're dealing with a person uh, who reveals the nature of God, God, uh, there's there's a different way to say it, but there's not a different way to live it.
Why are there a growing number of people who simply do not read the Bible? Well, I think it's, it's a language thing. Uh, people read a Bible that they um, they understand, uh, and they're literate. They're just they don't understand words put down that line that way. I remember um, I just translated um, the Revelation, and we were in Vancouver, and uh, the guy that was the what do they call him? Anyway, he, he was in charge of the whole building. And uh, he came across the lobby to me one day and he said, thank you. He was reading Revelation. I've never understood this. It's so plain. What's been wrong with me all this time? <laughs> I said, well, because you learned, you learned the English language in a foreign language. You learned it in Canadian. <laughs> Why did you write the Message Bible? Uh, because I wanted to get the language of scriptures into an equivalent. See, both the Hebrew and Greek languages, they were not literary languages. Uh, if, you were, if you wrote, if you were a philosopher or a poet or something else, you wrote in a different level of language. But in the Greek and in the Hebrew both, these are storytelling languages. They're street languages. Um, and much, a lot of the words that occur in the Bible don't occur in any other, in the Hebrew or Greek language. Because they were never written. They were always, always voiced. So when I realized that, then I started taking more liberties with myself, myself. And, um, and that's what came out. I just, I, I really didn't, I didn't think I was doing something that extraordinary. Um, but I knew I was doing something for my congregation that was extraordinary. They were, they were listening to this for the first time, as if for the first time. So they liked it? Oh yeah. They got it? Yeah. You can see the whole film of Eugene Peterson, this coverage, at film.messagebible.com. Filmmessagebible.com, and you'll hear the whole and see what Eugene Peterson looks like. Thank you very much for coming on here today, and let us enjoy more of that beautiful Message Bible and the RSV Bible. Thank you.